from Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. Well, I'll tell you this. I have learned, do not eat spicy food before you come on a podcast. Really? It was great food. Would Shout out to Honey Grow. Honey Grow. Great food. That guy's actually in the same uh, networking group that I'm a part of, the guy that started Honey Grow. But um, great food. But whew, that wakes you up, those spices. I, what'd you have? I had the roast pork. Roast pork. Here, the silly roast the pork, here. I believe is what it's called. It's fantastic. We're going to turn Stay Paid into a food review. Show. Well, I think we should. Josh let's is a foodie. Yeah, but let's wait a couple weeks because Anne Marie asked me what I wanted from Honeygrow today, and I said I have not been able to taste anything oh. for almost a week, over a week now. Don't scare me because that is a symptom. No, I went to the doctor. What? It's a sinus infection. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, but I haven't. It, this is the weirdest <laughs> thing. I've not been able to taste or smell anything for a week, and I've never had like complete loss of taste. I can't, I, I would love to hear in the comments if you watch this YouTube video, like, what would you rather keep if you could only keep one? Taste or smell? Oh, taste 100%. Yeah, that's what I thought too because food yeah. is so enjoyable. The problem with smell is that it is a war- is such a great indicator of a warning. Yeah. Like, I smelled, I went for a glass of milk and I'm like, you know, you always smell milk before yeah. you drink. It just, you can't smell well, it. How do you know I if it's bad? I don't always smell milk before I drink it. I guess smell. you do. But now I know why you milk. smell right now. That's so funny. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was having showered in a week because I yeah. need to. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid Silver Dollars. Today, we are going to go through a pretty fun topic about entrepreneurship. Yes. So we've had a lot of guests on. We always get to ask our guests that come on the show, what are two to three daily habits that they do that they've implemented in their lives or in their business to drive success? So while this isn't necessarily like our personal list, this is a list that we kind of put together, the mm-hmm. top five things that we think every entrepreneur should be doing every day, whether you're running a large company, a small business, or a solo practice, if you only make money when your client or customer buys something or pays for your service, you are an entrepreneur. So here's our (laughs) top five things. Top five things. And and you're really the the product of your habits, just Mm. so everybody knows. So if you make these habits in your business every single day, I guarantee you it will help you 10x what you're doing. Number one, I threw these out to Luke yesterday. So what are your top five? He didn't even bat an eye. He says prospect. Yep, you got to be prospecting yep. every single day as a business I think owner. it's the most important of the five, and I think it's the main thing people avoid. I think if they have a choice between prospecting and doing an ops thing, prospecting and doing something internally in their business, they'll choose to go towards now, what do you, the operations How do you cla- uh, classify prospecting, or what's an example for an entrepreneur? Obviously, from a salesperson, there's, there's some very typical... Yeah, I mean, so prospecting, prospecting to me is going, how do you get more sales into your business to happen. So from a prospecting standpoint, for you in retail, it might be something like marketing. What marketing are you doing to drive more traffic to your doors? If you're actually like me and you have a sales team that's on the phone, how many phone calls are you making? Set two hours. Like I tell real estate agents, you should be doing two hours a day to three hours a day in the morning. Get the hardest thing out in the in the morning and then go on. But yeah. most people will barely do two hours a week versus two hours a day. Yeah, spending time. Our on sales guys, so you know, do uh, four hours. They have to do four hours minimum a day on the phones, and if they can't hit four hours, they have to do two hundred dials. Mm. So just so you get a benchmark, and that's the minimum. That's the KPI minimum. If you don't do that, then you're you're failing below the minimum. 
Nice. So that's going to come into one of our future tips here. But the yeah. second one is your social media. So I know this is on your heart recently yes. and on your mind. If you're not following every me, please, single day. please follow me. Please. <laughs> but we had an amazing interview yesterday with uh, Andy Dane Carter. It's actually going to. Yeah, guys, a beast. It'll already be released by mm -hmm. the time this one releases. Um, but he talks about how he spends an hour in the morning and an hour in the evening every single day on his Instagram, responding to comments, posting content. And he's running a team of four people as a residential real estate agent now with and, 17 properties and in escrow. owns restaurants and owns, and owns investment properties. Yep. Yeah, and he's got an hour block, two hours blocked out every single day just to focus on his social media because why? But, well, he understands that uh, really building a successful business is all about your brand. Yeah. It's all about like the long term game. And if you want to know someone who harps on this 24 7, it's Gary Vee. Mm -hmm. he, like he gets on people for being short term focused. Like if you just focus on prospecting, you are missing out a key component of a sustainable business. You mm -hmm. also have to build a brand. You have to build something that attracts people because you want to go out and prospect and bring people in, but you eventually want to build a business that attracts people, and that's your brand. Yeah. And so social media is one of the main components and ways to do it. Yeah, and there's some great things if you're looking for mm -hmm. what can I be spending my time on. Obviously, posting content is one. Checking your mentions so you have a chance to weigh in and mm -hmm. thank people for that or to share that. Responding to comments and messages is so critical. And we actually heard something just the other day that said that Instagram prefers five words yeah. or more mm -hmm. in a comment. So if you're going through and you're doing like the Gary V $1.80 strategy where you're going through 90 posts a week and putting your two cents on it, make sure that you're not yep. just putting one word or one emoji that you're actually writing. I think it's up to five words on that. Instagram seems to favor that a little bit more. Uh, you can also uh, analyze your metrics. You could be working on your future posts. Make sure you're following people back, thanking people for them following you. We have learned so much. We started doing this recently, just saying yep. thank you for following. I started doing it on my own personal one. Yep. Um, and have learned so much from people it's saying, amazing. oh, I found you through the podcast or I found you through your webinars that you do with Reminder Media. And otherwise, those people would have never said anything. What's so insane, like, and this is very basic probably for most people listening from a, from a theory standpoint, but if you implement it, it will change the game. Shout people out and give back on social. They're posting pictures as well. They want likes just as much as you want likes. They want comments just as much as you want comments. Like, if you just go into it and give back, which is so basic in theory, it changes the game because mm -hmm. then if you're starting to interact with them, they're going to want to reciprocate and give it back to you. 100%. Number three would be to check your numbers. So I'm going to reference another podcast we had with Ravi Abuvala. It was episode 175. He talks about this idea of creating a scorecard for your business. What are the 10 to 12 numbers you need to know in order to understand the health of your business in the moment. We do similar things like this. We have an executive chat or a senior leadership chat yep. where every hour it's posting. A scorecard um, comes out. Yeah, yeah. our <laughs> direct and online sales, our digital enrollments, our approvals, our postcards, our magazine prints. But identify what those KPIs are mm -hmm. in your business. Some of the examples that he gave was how many outbound messages did we leave? How many booked appointments did we need? What's our ad spend? What's our return? Yep. And then how has that compared week over week, month over month to basically see are you are you projecting upwards? Are you flat or are you starting to decline? Uh, one of the things that I would point out to everybody that, especially for small business owners, I think a lot of times we get caught up in our ego um, and we start focusing on things like revenue, which is important, right? You want to drive revenue growth and you need to figure out the ways to do that, like uh, the tactical mm -hmm. metrics that you're talking about. But net profit at the end of the day is really <laughs> what matters. matters. So if you're an agent right now, if you're a business owner right now, 
and your focus is not on really driving that net margin for you, yeah. you got to check what you're doing because why make $3 million or why do $3 million in revenue but only make hundred grand when you can do a million in revenue and make three hundred grand? Right. Right. And so yeah. it's, it's really all about the take home, but no one wants to do it. Well, I no. think that that speaks a little bit to the next one, which is this idea of planning ahead. You have to set time aside in your day intentionally to plan ahead. And we kind of use the Stephen Covey Quadrant 2 model, right? Yeah, so if great. you're familiar with the uh, quadrants and Stephen Covey, seven habits of highly successful people, uh, picture a two-by-two two square. At the top, reading left to right, you have urgent and not urgent. And then on the left side, reading top to bottom, you have important and not important. And where those things converge is where you have to start putting things that are happening in your day into buckets. So Quadrant 1 includes things that are urgent, and important. These are things that you have to do every day. You have to, but it's more of a manage. This is firefighting, sure. right? Yeah. Something goes wrong. You have to focus on it because it's urgent, but it is important. Quadrant three is urgent and not important. These are things you want to avoid. These are interruptions <laughs> and busy work. Quadrant four is not urgent, not important. This is the trivial and wasteful stuff. This this stuff should this be is, used for entertainment only. Yes. Right? And also avoided when you're attempting to be productive. <laughs> Avoid the uh, temptation to go into YouTube or go into social media for fun. If you're going to social media for business, that's one thing. Quadrant two is where you have to spend intentional time. You've got to plan this time. Yep. You have to put this on your calendar because these are things that are important but not urgent. So you never get to them because they're not breathing down your neck. And a neck, lot of times they're the But it's real the most drivers. important thing in your yeah, business. Yeah, they're the drivers of your business. And the only way to really, really successfully do this, or at least that I've found, is that you have to be intentional about scheduling out your day. The lack of intentionality that people have when, when they actually start their day is unreal. And I find it in myself, like this is the pot calling the kettle black, meaning, did you think about today and all of your meetings and every action you were going to take even at least the night, yesterday, the night before, yeah. at least the night before, at least planning and going, hey, what am I trying to tackle here? What am I trying to do? And then they also, the skill set to be able to live in this quadrant is being able to say no. Being able to say no is an art form that I haven't even mastered because one, I'm such a people person. So a lot of times when you're saying no, you're saying no to somebody. And maybe, you know, that is hard for you to do, but you got to master the art of saying no, controlling your time. Your time's your most valuable asset to give you the ability to actually do the important because when you do the important, you're helping your business, which in the end puts you in a place where you can help more people. I almost put those two exact ones, saying no and planning really? the day before, we didn't the night plan before, this before. Um, on my list. <laughs> Shame but then on I realized, us. Crap, I, I have not... I have not mastered that yet. Yeah. Being able to plan the day the night before mm -hmm. is something that I personally really need to focus on. It's something I used to do a lot more of. Um, and now, and then you met me. And then, <laughs> I met Luke and he changes my priorities. And then it all just anyway, so. came down, tumbled down. I do it on the weekends. I'm very good at doing it on Sundays. I am not insanely good at doing it through the week. Yeah. Yeah. What would you get? I got home last night at like wait, 8 o'clock and it was supposed yeah. to be date night. So Yeah, that was bad. But my already. wife is very loving. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see. My wife is very loving. She, yeah, she replaced you me. with the pup. Yeah, she did. Yeah. <laughs> He's better looking. Bilbo, go check him out. Instagram, at Luke A. Creek. And <laughs> our fifth one is to be present. So this is a little bit less tangible or a little bit more of a mindset. Of course, there are some tangible things that you can apply here. But this one has really been on my mind lately, ever since I watched this Netflix series, The Last Dance, about Michael Jordan. And what, what stood out to me, out I think it was like eight episodes, and the one quote that stood out to me so much was this author explaining what made Michael Jordan different from everybody else. And I'll read the quote. He says, most people struggle to be present. 
People go into ashrams for 20 years in India trying to be present, do yoga, meditate, trying mm. to get here. Now, most people live in fear because we project the past into the future. Michael is a mystic. He was never anywhere else. His gift was not that he could jump high, run fast, shoot a basketball. His gift was that he was present in every moment. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's really a skill set that is insanely hard to do. I don't <laughs> yeah, even know you, What how, are you thinking of? You're sitting in a meeting. What are you thinking of? Dude, what do I have podcast, to do after this meeting? I'm thinking about the webinar that we have, that to, do we have to do right after this, right? It's like it's constant and it is driven so often by fear. And I love that you said it's you're projecting your past mm. onto your future. Mm -hmm. And that is so true. It's so often you project everything about your day based upon the past. Yeah. Because it's the most, um, I guess, tactical from what's the best prediction of the future is history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, from a mindset perspective, from an accomplishment perspective, especially for entrepreneurs, like you're going into uncharted territories every single day. <laughs> and so you have to be able to stay insanely focused, insanely present. And this is such a great sales skill to be able to be present imagine. when you're actually talking to your client, when you're actually talking to the prospect, for them to fully feel that you're there, you're present, you're listening. The rapport building that does for you is probably unbelievable. Yeah, no, I love, I was doing some research on this also and uh, read a quote that said, like, don't dwell on past accomplishments. It says, if you're still talking about what you did yesterday, you haven't done much today. <laughs> Bam, that's the mic drop of the episode. Thank you so much for listening to this Silver Dollar. Head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. And if you're interested in supporting the show, there are two ways that we ask you to do that. First way is to head on over to iTunes, rate us five stars, and leave a comment. We've been looking at all of the different factors that iTunes factors into their charts. Mm. And like comments, feed uh, ratings. Yeah, we got a bunch of new reviews recently. Really so. plays into the, the chart position. So yeah. we we're dropped off the chart on for you. a day completely. <laughs> and then we came back into like number 34. I think we were... You we're 32 we were, right now. Or 32? last I checked, yeah. 32. So we're trying to hit that number one spot. We really appreciate all of your help. I'm going to read this email from our podcast contest winner. Her name is Anna Hackfeld. Mm. And if you guys remember, we did a contest earlier this year mm -hmm. where we gave away an iPad and a year's worth of our digital marketing bundle. Anna won. We called her live on the podcast to let her know that she won. She is the absolute sweetest woman yeah, she is amazing. in the world. Yeah. She was so excited about getting her 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 uh, iPad because she wanted to help it with her productivity. So she sent me this message. I am so, so, so excited. This is when she got her uh, iPad. Have been listening to y'all's podcast, uh, last three podcasts. Love the recent one about EQ, which was Mary Grothy. Yep. And the relevant info, it was uh, to time block and fill up my schedule to make the most out of every minute, which is why this iPad is such a blessing timing-wise because it will also work as my digital planner. I have a goal to go completely paperless for my database by the end of this year. Then she sent a message back at the end of the day. She says, check, new planner set up for time blocks for the week. Check, updated my CRM contacts. <laughs> Check, action steps for moving the needle closer to my goals by contacting contacts already. Who knew an iPad could be so motivational? Thank you again for not only the chance to win and be provided with an amazing prize plus digital content, but for constantly creating podcasts with applicable tips from what others are doing that are so inspiring and encouraging. Keep it up. So That's thank you, amazing. Anna. Yes, thank you. Shout out to you. And also for, man, taking action, dude. Yeah. She got that <laughs> iPad in hand. And by the end of the she day- She used it. A tool's only as good as the carpenter. Woo! Best way to help out the show is to tell a friend and share this uh, on your social media. If you want to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at We're looking for your ideas on who to have mm -hmm. on the show. 
Who do you want us to have on Stay Paid? We will reach out to them. If you happen to know them, you know, hook us up. Get us a little connection yeah. there. We're looking for some to fill the schedule with great guests through the end of the year and into 2021. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. We're at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acree. And the action from this is very clear. You should really be doing all five of these in your day every single day. But I'll challenge you because we have, are doing this podcast to really make sure that you're taking action like Anna did. Pick one of the five. Maybe it's the prospecting. Maybe it's the social media tracking your numbers. Pick one of them and tell yourself right now, I'm going to commit to doing this from here on out for my business. Remember, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every industry Josh and I have worked in is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 